I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. But I can't recall a Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, so and you're fun. listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the latest episode of the Always Race Day Podcast presented by the Carl Auto Group. Don't even ask me what day it is. It's two days after Knoxville. That's the only thing I know. I don't know what episode this is. I'm totally out. My body was not sore uh, nor hungover until Monday, which... I, I'm abhorrently very not happy about, but uh, fun, fun week. Uh, we'll get into it real quick. I want to thank our presenting sponsors at the Carlotta Group. They are amazing people, uh, and they give us the opportunity to uh, do what we do and deliver uh, what I thought was our best four days of coverage in anything we've ever done uh, in Always Race Day uh, over Wednesday through Saturday at Knoxville. So I'm like dead, but I, uh, I, there's no place I'd rather be right now. So dead, dead. Yeah. Well, sure. You look alive. I, yeah. you look pretty alive. I'm, I'm all right. Rather be, you would rather be dead than anywhere else. That's kind of what I'm gathering. <laughs> Something like Damon, where the heck were you on Saturday? You might as well have been dead. Might as well have, right? <laughs> we Prior, we put you in the quiet track photo. I noticed. I was yeah, there. You look great. You look I, great. I can't believe how much weight I lost from uh, Thursday <laughs> to Saturday. It's just the hustle. Oh. <laughs> we definitely miss you. We miss you. So uh, we, there, I don't have any direction for this podcast to go. We got like 10 days to recap kind of, not necessarily uh, results and stuff, but just kind of stuff uh, we saw along the way. I want to kind of start off uh, – We'll get to that, but Kyle Larson uh, wins his second career Knoxville Nationals. Uh, they always do the mic'd up video uh, right afterwards, um, and he, uh, I think Sunshine, uh, Tyler Courtney came up and uh, told him he wasn't even trying. He goes, no, 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 I was, I was, I was trying a lot. Uh, but he makes it look effortless sometimes. He's that good. Uh, I wish I wish we would have gotten a late caution or something that Gravel could have thrown something something at him. Maybe not not start third on that restart. But he got um, that big lead on Donnie Shots uh, out of the jump um, on that final restart. I think that won him the race for sure. Yeah, it, it, with Gravel starting twenty second too. I mean. He still got to second. And I think Connor, we were up in the tower and <clears throat> looked up. He was plus nine, three laps into the race. And it was like, holy cow. You know how many times I yelled at Zach to say, watch gravel? Yeah. He it might, have been, it it might have been 17. Like, it, it as impressive as Kyle was. Sorry. As, press, as impressive as Kyle was, I think gravel damn near stole the show just because of how, how fast he was. I mean, he was definitely the fastest car. He just ran out of laps. And that's funny to say in a 50 lap race, but. Yeah, I, I had the same thought, and I was watching uh, our buddy Toby Balboa's uh, video, and he said just for the Australians out there, it might not have been that much of a show because Larson led all 50 laps. Oh, by the way, he said loss, and I still can't understand when Australians are going to put in an R where there's an A and an A where, where there's an R. It is one of the most conundrum, um, like mind-boggling things I've ever come across, and I'll hear it, and I'll think about it for two hours. That's like, then it's out of my head, but... Anyways, 
uh, gravel was gravel was the show. I, every car he passed to, all the big names. It, I mean, it's the Knoxville Nationals. I expect him to fight back, but like Geo, his battle with him was amazing. Macedo uh, had a similar one where gravel threw kind of a, a Macedo esque slider into him, and a lap later, it was Macedo doing the same thing back. And I was like, this is epic. Like, I hope people aren't just watching the leader because uh, what gravel uh, did throughout the field was nuts and to win every battle too that's another that's a whole another beast to go undefeated in all those maybe it took him a couple laps extra to pass a car he was overall in the event faster than but it is insane to be able to go through a field the way he did on saturday and i wish we had a one-on-one -on -one with them afterwards uh we didn't get it in the media center and i was just out of it in just we we were done uh, with our coverage um i wish we would have spotlighted them more um and that's probably on me but obviously you guys know how i critique myself and everything like that i i just want to ask this are we surprised because the whole week leading into it we had talked about how david gravel quite frankly is probably the number one challenger to larson going in he has a bad qualifying night of his own doing but are we surprised like that to me that's not a, a surprising thing to see him do it obviously it's tough to do i'm not saying it's the easiest thing to do by any means but i'm not surprised that it was david gravel that went 22nd 21st whatever it was to second no in, in oh josh do you want to talk sorry no, I was just going to agree with you. I mean, I, I think that unfortunately with some, with some part failures or bad, you know, tire failure with Rico going out and with Logan going out too, I think we were kind of robbed for, you know, an even bigger show because it would have been fun. Logan was, was hauling ass early on in that feature. And so was Rico. Rico had been so good down there. Um, it's, it's crazy. We saw two 20, you know, plus 20 or more um, drivers in the 360 nationals and 410 nationals features. But can you imagine if, if Logan and Rico were still up there seeing the battles that we could have got with, with him and David. Uh, but to your point, um, I think that looking ahead a little bit, not to take us away from the nationals, I think these next couple of races that are coming up this week, the number two car has to be the favorite just because of how, how good they've been all year long, really. Yeah, and it can be. I think we go into nationals and, you know, Drunk Dingus does his tiers and people do their rankings and power rankings. We do our rankings. Those, those are the damn best. And I'm not putting Freddie Raymer in my fucking top 25 for either of you guys. I looked up the entry list of the last race that he raced in at that, that track. Because one of my PA friends was like, no, 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 go, go look this up. Like, you're completely grounded in your take and no disrespect to Freddie. I think he's fast. He, he tears it up with the best of them in PA, but he's racing against 17 guys that I've never heard of. It'd be great to see if, if the, you know, the, the leading 410 sprint car winner was at the, the nationals. And that's easy for me to say is, you know, not somebody that owns a team and has to travel that I can far, see but where all these it would arguments... be nice to have seen him out there. I can see where all these debates come from. Cause like Pennsylvania fans are like, putting those 17 guys up against the world of outlaws as if they're the same. And it's, I, I just, come on, man, like have some common sense. Um, the original point I got into not in, we, we gotta get at this point, I have to get Freddie Raymer on to talk to him about this because I've like backhanded complimented him like 17 times in the past two weeks. Thanks to Damon. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but that's how we go into nationals. Everyone does their rankings. We do the the prelim nights, and you know it looked like Wright was even faster than Gravel on Friday night. It, it looked like he didn't have anything for him, but also like you you're in the race, you know, twenty first, twenty second. Maybe you wanted to start on the outside. I thought Wrightsell had um, something for those guys. The only the thing that surprised me is the engine program didn't show up like I thought it would on Friday. Um, but also could, could have just won an outside starting spot. So I, I think there's a few guys that, you know, could make a charge up to five or six or eight or something like that. Do what gravel did. Yeah. I, I would say he's one of the few that, that could actually pull that off. And obviously Don, Donnie shots did it in 2013, won the nationals from 21st, but that would have been a record. So I think, um, you know, going back to what Josh was saying about Rico, you know, it's, it's funny cause there's not a whole lot of people that I work with that, that follow racing, but I was able to talk with a, another coworker who watched it and I wanted to make sure I wasn't seeing something that was completely off the wall. But I think if Rico doesn't have an issue, this is a whole different conversation that we're having. Like, I think it, it's really Rico, who was, I think Rico was faster than all four of those guys, Logan, David, and Larson. Um, but it's a, it's a race of, of attrition, right? Like you can't burn your stuff up so much early that it, that it costs you. And unfortunately tire failures happen, happen to Logan. That's, you know, it's the sad, the sad reality Logan, of this. Logan, of was, mechan Logan, Logan was mechanical. Okay. We finished. But regardless, it's all the same shit, Connor. Mechanical car stuff, you can't control it. So that's trying to get you to say that. <laughs> it's it's all the same stuff. It doesn't really matter one way or another. Um, but at the end of the day, it it really is, you know, at the end of the day, it really is is Rico, who I thought um missed out on, on a big opportunity. He was fast in the, in the prelim night. He was fast all week long prior and he's been good at Knoxville every time he's, he's gone there. And I, I really think we were robbed of a, of a Rico sighting in the, in the final, not to say that, that he doesn't get out dueled by Kyle. Cause I think, you know, we're talking about the best driver in the world right now uh, against, you know, one of the hottest sprint car drivers in the country. Yeah, Rico's never been better than he is right now. I'm really excited. I think there's really big things to come for him and that team um, and what they're doing, him and Ricky Warner, uh, and the speed they're, they're able to produce. I really uh, I really think those guys are on the right track uh, to something very, uh, very big. So I can't wait to uh, see uh, kind of what happens through him the rest of the season and uh, go from there with that. I, I want to throw this in there too is – you know, we, we can sit here and talk about, you know, Rico having a shot or gravel being fast, but we can't forget the fact that Larson led all 50 laps and never really got quote unquote challenged. Like it, it really wasn't much of a challenge one way or another gaps closed, you know, traffic played a factor in some, in some instances, but when do we see a guy in any form of motorsport 
dominate a sprint like that without much of a challenge like that that was um to me i think that was really impressive just the fact that he wasn't able like he told us on thursday he said in the press conference thursday after the prelim starting on the pole isn't the best thing in the world because you can get monotonous in your lines like and if you can't read that ahead somebody's gonna pass you and that didn't happen and we did see that developing though, too. You heard, um, gravel. I can't remember what, who he was speaking with. It was you Connor, or if it was maybe even Toby's video, um, talking about how he could see Larson kind of hitting a little, little bit of the rubber that was there on entry. Yeah. And you know, you can't see that And that, you know, we could, everybody could see how fast gravel was catching him. Um, and if, you know, Connor was advocating for a stage break there late in the, uh, the second half of the feature, I want, but, no, no, I want uh, a fun flag. Yeah, fun, fun, flag, That's right, fun flag. But I mean, you know, if if Graffle wasn't starting twenty second, it's hard to say that he, you know, he could, he wouldn't have won that race. Who knows though? Yeah, and that's why the the entire week matters. I thought the format was fine. I do need to talk about Friday night. Uh, I guess the C and the Bs were lined up by qualifying time. Still, I don't remember that being a wrinkle from years past. I think someone screwed up. Uh, it, so, I, from what I was told, there was a conversation between the officials about have we always done that? No, we always do it like this. I I remember it being the A was lined up or a specific part of the A, like the top eight or the top 12 were lined up by qualifying time. And that was it. Everything else was heat race results, which is how I think it should be. Um, but like, uh, I think Kyle Reinhardt might have been the actual driver that did it, uh, but his uh, addicted to dirt is his PR guy, and he just—I don't want this painted as like uh, his PR guy is pissed off that he got screwed. It's not what it is at all. Uh, he went ninth to fourth, or someone went ninth to ninth to fourth in their heat on Friday, um, and still started in the B main or the C main behind drivers that didn't start their heat race. Yeah. And I saw that on Twitter too. And, and I definitely get that. Um, but I think yeah, it, everybody yeah, that, that's it's hard knocks night. has not been a thing for a while. So I know that Friday night I, format has changed quite a bit over the years, but I think all week long, everybody knows the the name of the game is to go fast when you qualify. And, you know, we had talked to a driver or two that I remember we, we were told about how they, you know, rank via qualifying for the, the feature lineup and, does it suck? Yes. But I mean, is to, to put it, you know, pretty brash, you know, go faster in qualifying and you don't have that problem. Yeah. But you got to I mean, you can't line up the C's and the B's by qualifying time. You can't, there's no reason to have heat races if you're going to do that anyways. I mean, I, I hear you, you know, I hear you, but it, it, the name of the game at Knoxville for, for pretty much ever has always been to go fast and yeah, but to, to that point though, Sheldon is one that, that did not go fast in his qualifying night, yeah. and he was fast pretty much every other time he hit the racetrack. And he he started twentieth and ended up tenth, and I think was was on the podium in his uh, prelim night. Yeah, he so was on the podium. Yep. It shows that that you can qualify bad and still make up for it the rest of the week. What were you gonna say, Damon? I, I you know going off of your point too, Josh, is the fact that um, if you if you can't go off qualifying times for the C and the B, then what are we doing on the prelim nights as well? You know, the prelim features were set in a similar setting. 
So yeah. you, can't, you can't do it, you know, one way, one time, and then another way, another time, and then another way, another time, you know, then it, it then you're really kind of confusing the hell out of people even more than you already are, especially for the, the new, new people that the sports bringing in with inverts and stuff. And, and right. I love the Kings Royal and everything, but any format that incentivizes going slower at a race to me is a non-starter. So I, I like that the Nashville leads more to, towards going I do want to, I do want to ask this question. Do, do you think we could see it as a six car eventually? Not that yeah, I, I know. Absolutely. But do you think we could see a six car invert for the prelim nights moving forward, just because of how close the fields really are now? I think it's inevitable. That's a good point. I think it's inevitable and I'm not the one pushing for it uh, because in I'll continue to ask drivers that very question for the rest of my life until it happens, because these cars are so close and it is so tough and you end up with the qualifiers that timed in from 28th to 40th, all making the amen on Wednesday, but it's all pointed. It all equals out because you're, you're taking points from every time you've hit the track uh, to figure out kind of in the grand scheme of things where you should end up or how good your night was. Um, that part like takes care of itself and it's like, okay, you have some of these guys that are in the Wednesday A-Main that that was a dream of them just to make that. And those are cool for this. Those are cool stories for the sport. I think it still can happen with six. Um, and, but I think the cars are too close to where we only saw one guy win his heat race from in all what 10 Knoxville Nationals heat races the two prelim nights we saw one guy doing it was Kyle Larson we all would agree that he's one of the greatest greatest drivers uh, of our generation and, and obviously time will tell that story if he continues to light it on fire like he is I see no reason to believe he won't um, but I think there's not enough drivers that have a problem with eight and, and who is the invert for? Is it for the drivers or is it for the fans or all that too? I think part of it's to make it the toughest race in the world. Yeah. I think Would you the, agree? I don't I throw the fans and drivers out of the equation. I think they equal out there. I think, and, I think it, you know, if I'm someone looking into it, it almost, you're almost better off trying to qualify that, five, six, seven, eight spot, or, you know, a little bit, even, you know, just outside the top 10 or just inside the top 10, that range, not even put it in the first five spots because you're making it, you know, cause you're still going to get good points, right? Larson qualified what 10th, ninth, something like that in, in his, his prelim night and ninth. Those, ninth. Yeah. So he goes and, and wins, wins from ninth. Okay. Um, Donnie was what? Tenth. Okay. So, you know, so, sim, similar setting. He goes and, and slices his way through, wins the heat rate, or, or finish second in the heat race, wins the prelim. Like, I, I think you're almost better off because you're still going to get a good amount of points. It's, it's because I think the cars are so much closer now. You almost have to look at a six car just because if you still want, I, I get it, the points will even themselves out, but there'll become a time where it really will, it won't. You know, there, there'll be a time where the points won't even out as much or as easily. Well, and here's the thing I think it 
still could be eight for a long time to come because we're sitting here right now after the last three nationals going. This format is fantastic. Aside from the Friday night catastrophe, I don't see many complaints about it. We're looking at, we're sitting right here with this uh, brand new PS5 that is the eight invert. And we're like, yeah, the six is sitting right over there. Uh, we're not going to move to it. There's not enough, I, every driver I talk to, would you rather have an invert of eight? Would you rather have it be six? Well, it used to be 10. I don't know. It's the toughest race to make. I, yeah, I guess it could be six. You know, the, yeah, realistically, the cars are that close, but like it, it kind of evens out. The only issue I see arising with it is that you can't miss the A main, um, prelim night A main, and still either earn a locked in spot. Well, yeah, I would say and still earn one of the top 26 lock in spots. That's the only type of deal that I kind of want to see there. Um, but that makes those B mains really, uh, really competitive. So I, I just don't, I don't talk to enough drivers that hate the eight invert. And if I did talk to enough drivers that hate the eight invert, I'd probably be very bullish on changing it to six, but. Well, a lot of drivers that I saw complaining about it weren't even at the track. <laughs> so two of them that i know of I, dude hey i hate i hate talking about uh people and not mentioning their names so i'll just say it was danny diedrich and uh leave it at that yeah and i like danny but you know that that is a long haul i get it but there's other there guys is. from that way with a much smaller budget than he's got that made it absolutely and i you know it it's I don't know what his deal is against the format. He got wrong by it once. I've seen what he does in his driver preparation uh, for the race on Saturday. I won't mention anything. Uh, I don't want. I don't. Also wanna... went into his factor a few years ago too. He made the. I mean, because he qualified really well. So. That's right. Exactly. And it's, you know, I don't. I don't know what his deal is with the Knoxville format. I think it's one of the best ones in racing. And I'm sure if I asked him what his perfect one would be, it'd be like some Saturday night local show at, what is, what is it called? Salins Grove? Sealands Grove. I know, I'm just, I'm playing stupid. <laughs> you don't have to I bet, Dan, I bet Danny would get on here and talk too. I bet he would be a fun, a fun guest. We tried that once and <laughs> I wish we would have introduced ourselves that night. I, I wish it would have happened, but uh, we did, we did try that once. And okay. No, but I'd love to have him on here. I would love to, I, I want to see how, uh, what his character is, um, in, in his face and how he's saying it. Cause he, there is, it's really easy to take words. People did it during the race Saturday. I said, I sent out an update in you know, that, that conversation came up with uh, dirt trackers video today, uh, about how you do your race updates during race. We put context in ours. We do a lot more than the, forgive me for throwing out names and shitting on people all over this podcast. We don't do the gem utter P5 to P1, or sorry, not P5, but number five to P1, new leader 57, right? We don't do that crap. We, we put context into things. And I, I was talking about uh, gravel uh, fighting Geo, and I, I was like, Geo won't let up in all caps. And at the break, I'm reading a comment on it that's like, well, yeah, what's he supposed to do? Let him pass? And it's like, that's not what I'm trying to say whatsoever. It, but it's very easy to read words and take them out of context. And I mean, it's no secret that Diedrich comes off as a whiny little bitch on Twitter. 
I just I want to hear his their reasonings as to why they don't go. Yeah, there's never a reason with it, right? We don't you don't get you don't get that part of it. You don't get so I, I would love to have him on here get his thoughts. If a format is the reason you're not going, then you're in it for the wrong reasons. Like you're in the sport for the wrong reasons. So I, I just want to know what why you don't go to one of, if not the biggest race um on the schedule. Oh, it, it is the big, it's the biggest. It's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest party. It's the yeah, biggest. I don't, I don't I want to talk about that. No, you're good. I want, I want to talk about the event on this podcast too. Like that, I kind of wanted the first part to be result based. And I, th- I think we've covered all the important stuff. I do want to give a shout out to Carson Macedo for, and I told him this running that flame paint scheme. There's people out there. I'm, I'm one of them included. Um, and I'm tighter with Carson. I, I knew he wasn't, um, shy about talking about his accident or anything like that but there's people out there that would be there's people out there in the announcing booth that would be fans that would be nervous to ask about his accent for a guy to get lit on fire and he's like almost immediately i asked can we do the flame paint scheme in knoxville that's fucking sweet like they all know it's dangerous they they all know that um and it's didn't fun. he say like this was like something that that deets had already thought of before he asked for it too i think he said i think he said he he told me he might have still been in the hospital i i was gonna say somebody he said it was almost immediately after i knew he said that they they were already talking about it but i thought like when they brought it up again to be done i think deets already had like a idea in mind well, i think was, Black, blackbeard did it right i don't remember i, who did I would it. assume so I, I, assume, they, and I, I could be wrong about blackbeard but i assume he's that talented that he had a render back to him in 30 minutes i'm, pro- I'm probably <laughs> i'm probably tuned his horn to up or up too much but he's fantastic he impresses me with everything he does as far as the results before we start moving out kind of and zooming out and looking at the entire event, I think it was pretty sweet. If you look at like local teams and people that, that made the, the finals, the, the A main on Saturday, felt like they were pretty, pretty well represented. You have, uh, I know he's on the all-stars now, but the 55 is based out of Knoxville, um, with Carrie. He hasn't been in that ride for that long. Um, but then you had chase Randall that ran really well, went toe to toe with Donnie, um, you know, in, in the feature, one of the nights they all blur together now. Sorry. Um, Wednesday, uh, Brian Brown, Ian Madsen. I mean, he has only raced that car, what, two, three times. Right. He put it in the show. Um, you had Reitzel, Dusty Zomer has, is another one that had, um, kind of a, a struggle early on in this year, but the dude, Danny Lasoski is, is turning the wrenches there. And it seems like got him pretty comfortable. Um, no, Davey Haskin. In. Like he, he locked yeah. in points. That wasn't even a come out yeah. of Friday or come out of the B that's he was 12th in points. He was yeah. 12th, which yeah. is pretty damn awesome for, for that team. Um, Davey Haskin and Scott Baguski. Um, cool. Story. Those guys were awesome. Plus, you know, running seven races a year. It seems like nowadays with Hunter Schurenberg and the Swindell speed lab team, they, they locked it in too. So, um, really, I think there was really cool storylines throughout the week uh, as per usual at the nationals. Um, it's, it's the best week of the year. Yeah. I completely forgot about <laughs> You should have seen my reaction and I should have jumped off camera. I've had four chocolate milks today. I think I'm on, that's great. I'm on some, I'm on my like second, like quart bottle. Like when I'm like trying to recover from stuff, I just drink chocolate milk all day. 
I don't know why it's a weird thing I do. I, Sounds like a terrible idea if you ask me, but you know. <laughs> it helps your muscles recover. I'm not like speaking. Well, I'm glad it helps your muscles recover, but if it comes back up, it does not look good. Or if it goes out. Yeah, I don't, don't plan on keeping <laughs> it up later and, or drinking too hard tonight or anything like that. Uh, I forgot, I completely forgot Chase Randall gave Donnie shots the battle of his life on Wednesday. Dude, that was so cool. And he was, and he was pissed afterwards too. You could see it like immediately after the race. Like he was very upset that he didn't close that out. But I mean, that you want to talk about a rising star, you know, coming. Uh, I think it, I think he ring. got to him by the time I talked to him. Cause he had been congratulated to by everybody that he walked in front of. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, really cool. Yeah. It, the, the whole week, uh, what Knoxville does, there's nothing like it. There's not a, you know, post-race press conference. The drivers are passing fans as they go to it to go. Uh, there isn't one that plays music as you walk into it. And th like, that's a press conference in itself. That is, has, it's not done anywhere. The press conference it was so popular. I heard uh, so many great things from fans about how that was really cool that they could actually go and see that. So hopefully that's something that, that sticks around. I love it. I hope it, I hope that sticks around. I hope that post-race concert moves to the, I don't know what band did Friday night. That's per talk about perfect location and perfect band for it. And I, I guess the rumor is that they're splitting up. That was like the last show they played together, which like, that's just going to go out. Absolutely. It, it makes a lot of sense why they were partying so hard. Cause at, right after I took the video showing it, this girl gets up on the microphone and gets like way up into the crowd. Her crotch is in the middle of like at least seven people in the front row's face. And she's like, Knoxville, Iowa, are you ready to get drunk? And I'm like, dude, it's like one forty-eight in the morning. <laughs> Everybody already Everyone in here. Yeah, we've been drunk. We've been drunk for three days. <laughs> So, but uh, I, I hope they get uh, uh, people like that because it is challenging to get, you know, either one band to play four days or, or a singer, a big singer on Saturday. You know, you're you have options on where to go to, and it's really difficult to get um, a big name in there. So you got to find a name that is going to party with the dirt fans and really respond to crowd energy. Yeah. And even moving back a few days before Friday, you look at the Tuesday night kickoff party and there were thousands of people. In you gotta you need to talk about that because I wasn't able to go. I was setting up the RV. Yeah, it was so cool. I mean, there, you know, I'm working with methanol moonshine, shameless plug and, uh, the AMP pub and NOS energy drink along with, uh, the we're city part, of we're partners. We're partners. It's not a shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the track, I mean, I think they said that they were expecting anywhere from like three to 4,000 people to fill the square at Knoxville. And that's a lot of people in a little space. And I, there was so many people that were down there. Steel Panther was the, uh, the headliner that, that closed the night out. They did, they couldn't do their, most of their usual stuff. Cause I heard that it uh, can, can get pretty vulgar, but uh, what is, what is their stars? Cause I, I never heard of them. And someone asked me if I had, and I, I've couldn't... I think I might, I might be a little, we might be a little young for their, their okay. demo, but they did like rock. What's that? Are they like a JV kiss, but like with funnier songs? Is that? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. They, they, the covers they did were really, really good. So it was a great, don't put them down that far, Damon. They do covers. They, they're a C team. Oh, they're a cover band. I don't think, I don't know. They did covers that night because here, I will read you their Wikipedia. 
Yeah, and, please and do. This is like, understand. I can't tell if this is Zach Brown band that, okay, and also I'm still pissed. Sure. The, I deleted the video of Merrill yelling at sabotage that I told him I would never post anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They're a comedic glam metal band that are known for their profane and humorous lyrics. So I don't know. I'm pissed. I didn't get to see them. They probably they sound like they're right up your alley. Yeah. That, that sounds exactly like what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> profane lyrics. That's exactly Connor. It said comedic too. Oh, I missed that. I don't like cussing for the sake of cussing. Connor, if you're going to give Connor's me not that funny. cussing when I do, then like, I don't know, listen to more of me and understand like when I'm putting emphasis on things, I probably just put fuck before it. I don't know. You kind of just throw them in there. We've lost the boat, by the way, on this episode of uh, explicit tax stuff. <laughs> yeah. You, you just throw them in there to throw them in there at times though. Sometimes I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. I try not to be too careful with it. I just, I, I, I just want to uh, get out of my mouth what my brain is thinking in real time. And sometimes that's a challenge. God, please don't do that. <laughs> don't dangerous do that. thing. That's the wrong answer. Okay. We will never get to make it where you want to make it. <laughs> I meant I meant kind of in conversations like settings, but sounds good. We uh we got to talk about more of uh the great things they did. Uh the now the skydiver delay, and I I know I just train rolled that into an, another negative. <laughs> I shouldn't even say another negative. It's one negative. Uh, that it was, it was just delayed. Uh, that's the first time they tried to do it. At least all four skydivers landed in the front stretch. I view that as a positive. I, it can't be easy with all the metal fencing around. Like it, there's a lot of places you could like miss it by a little bit and get screwed. And at least in, in the grounds there, I don't know about you, Connor, that felt like that was really the only time things really felt like they dragged on. Um, yeah, that was, you, it. Had, you yeah. had some bad wrecks early on too, that, that didn't help. Cause it was like right after that. And, and you, nobody ever wants to see that. And thankfully sounds like both, uh, who has a Cody Island and, and Matt Covington have yep. both, or we're not seriously injured, which is great to hear. Um, but that's unfortunate and part of racing, and, but that coming right after, we had to wait a while for the, uh, the people to fly in. Yeah. And two, thing, two things on that, like it didn't feel like that for us. Cause you're watching me sit here and try to post stuff as the internet continues to get worse through the night or find the skydivers. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to find the skydivers. We had looked up for fit. We had been <laughs> looking up for the past eight minutes, trying to look for them. We saw a plane like circling stuff and we're like, that's it. It's gotta be it. It was like eight minutes later and said, no, don't think that was the plan. Uh, but I do need to, the team knows who they are, uh, but I do need to tell them thank you so much for always being so great to us. They gave uh, me their Wi-Fi password. Um, and I, I will give one shout out to Elon, uh, who aside from his Twitter operations, this Starling thing, uh, innovative it sells it works in every aspect that i've seen it it works fantastic and uh and tons of but, uh, in it too. again the team knows who they are and i love them to death i love all of them to death um and i can't wait to uh, get to know them in the future but thank you so much for uh, allowing always race day to be able to post things during the race on saturday that's the only team i know they don't want to shout out and i don't want to blow up their spot um so that other people run up and ask them and stuff like that uh but we will we will give them a, enough coverage and, and you guys 
Don't worry. Don't worry about it. If you come ask me separately, I'll, I'll let you know if you want to. If you ask me with the purpose of buying a shirt or something, I will tell you. But that, yeah. Another team that deserves a shout out is the the team in Knoxville. <clears throat> I think they kill it oh, every yeah. year. There's... Jim and Angie Ettermark are two of the best like humans yes. in the world. Um, Jim's photo finish uh, stealing of the Capitani Classic trophy was one so that good. I'll never forget. Uh, but seriously, they put they put on like it, it, this is this those people in in the team around them, uh, in in Jason Reed, like they they make first year GM. Yeah, and and Kendra Kendra can be credited with some of these ideas that she's put into place. She put all these things into place with a foundation and a potential to grow. And almost all of her ideas that I, I saw executed in real time as I got to know her, um, it, it's so cool to see that it's just risen uh, the entire event. And it's, it's put it leaps and bounds over every other dirt racing event I've ever been to. Um, almost every other racing event period I've ever been to in my life. It's a top three motorsports race in the world. And that's my take. And Max Pappas thought it was top five last year. That's still, go watch that video on our YouTube. It, it is one of the biggest damn motorsport events and it, it could not be done with all the fine people around Knoxville. Absolutely. Couldn't buy a ticket or a pit pass come Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. The pit passes. Now I do wish that they would say like, we have a number of pit passes that we're going to sell. Um, cause the people I was talking to in line, I was up there uh, with one of my friends buying a, a pit pass for them. Um, and all the information that they got was, uh, you can only buy Saturday pit passes starting at two. And when they're out, they're out. There's no allotted number. There was no anything like that. So I, I don't know when that call gets made. I wish that was numbered and, and more information was given out about tickets like that. Um, and I know it's tough at a dirt track, you know, there's not another event you have to worry about that with. And the whole sellout thing and like people were mad that they couldn't get tickets and stuff like that. And it's like, it sold out a week before the race. Like that's nuts. That's never happened there before. Like hopefully those people understood that. Um, but that's kind of on them to get that. It's a big race and you got to buy your tickets early. Um, elsewhere, uh, aside from, okay. Um, we can talk about our stuff because like Wednesday I was glowing. I thought it was the best four days of coverage we've ever had. You guys kicked ass. Um, I wanted to touch on the uh, infield beers videos. Uh, Derek Kessinger told me uh, we're not allowed to do them anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was like, BU, grow the sport. Uh, he loved it, I think, all things uh, considered. He actually messaged me Saturday morning and I missed it. Uh, I don't, Damon, you guys can all blame Damon because it was 622 on Saturday morning. And I was like, I think I'm just gonna have to pull an all nighter. He goes, Nope, you have to go to bed, Connor. He was right. But I slept until 1130 after that. Uh, but I missed what's that? Was that Saturday morning. Yeah, I was, I was correct. You were absolutely right. I know I was, it would not have been good. Vice versa. Listen to Damon when in doubt, listen to Damon. Yeah, no. Uh, I told him to go to bed at five thirty. He managed to stay on the phone with me for another hour. So I was not on the phone with you for an hour. It was pretty damn close. I thought it was like fifteen minutes. Well, it was a lot longer than that. But anyway, continue on. Uh, but the uh, the infield beers videos. Uh, I think we're gonna keep doing them for at least for nationals. 
Um, there, it's probably going to be circumstantial. So, like, shoot me tweets when there's a story or a guy you would want us to do them with. Um, there is kind of some prep work in finding someone with beer uh, or bringing beer ourselves. I uh, think you should. We can, we can work on that. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can, we can be a to, little more prepared. I don't want to bring a cooler of beer to every race that I cover. Is the well, why not? We get Dave to help us out. Dave will take care of us. Say, why the hell wouldn't you want to? We're gonna have to get Dave his own sponsorship. <laughs> Just get him hooked up with the uh, get him hooked up with some sort of local distributor. Damon, did you see his uh, the tweet I made about my dad on Saturday? Yes, I quote tweeted it. It was so good. He said says stuff like that every 10 or 15 minutes that you're just like, Oh my God. Like I wish, I wish we had a, a microphone for this guy. <laughs> He's uh, a legend, man. Absolutely <laughs> is. Absolutely is. Oh, I was just looking at a video crew just to follow Dave around. Oh my God. He's just making <laughs> friends left and right. Talking can to me. Can we pay you to do that? <laughs> since you can't come cover the race on Saturday with us two years in a row. Oh, that's fine. Just put a GoPro on Dave and just see. We'll put it, we'll put it on Damon and we'll just yeah. No, put a GoPro on Dave. That would be that would be worthwhile watching. Yes. You'll get a headache about ten minutes in, <laughs> but I think just the conversation. Just turn the video off and just listen. You'll be a lot better off. I would be painted as such a douchebag for how much I yelled at him Saturday. Yeah, you would. You yelled at him on Thursday, for that matter. I yelled at him all the time. I worked with him for 10 years before I started writing about sports. You should respect your father. I respect him. He's had, he's had to deal with you for quite a while too. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't envy that either. <laughs> but no, the reception to the infield beers things was, was pretty cool. Tasker gave a, a pretty to... phenomenal one yeah. on Wednesday. And then, I mean, we had great ones the rest of the week. I didn't die trying to walk backwards. Blake helped me out on Saturday. It was, it was a fun time. Connor wanted me to die on Thursday, by the way. They go way faster than you think when you're walking backwards and you don't Tell know where the hell you're it. going. It's like, holy shit, we down. need to slow it down. <laughs> I told him to slow down once and he just kept trucking <laughs> on and we're getting closer to the track. And I'm like, I know there's wet spots up here and I'm about to bust my ass. Yep. But we survived, Damon. We survived. We, did. we made it. That's live TV, fellas. <laughs> that first I'm, one with Tasker, I'm being paid to was great. Because I wasn't going that fast, that first one with Tasker. You were slow. You were being considerate. You were a good guy. And then as the week went on, you just picked up the pace. And it's like, well, we can't continue this shit. I know. And I told Jason, I was like, all right, we're going to just take a nice leisurely stroll because we're coming in the gate out of turn four. <laughs> oh, I changed Josh's. I we, changed Josh's. We just took right off. You should have put some Heelys on, Josh. It might have been better off. Dude, I think it would be better if you fell and then got right back up and we didn't leave. No. 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 I would never live that down because somebody was, I saw Toby caught somebody falling. I would have gotten lucky and been captured falling too. That, no, no good. Give me Heelys and somebody can pull me so I don't even have to move. At that point, we'll just get you on a pit bike or something. That sounds even more dangerous. Just right on the back of a UTV. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I did that Thursday. I only skinned up my elbow a little bit. So you fell on the back of a UTV off the back of a UTV. Nice job. Babysitting is hard work, man. Babysitting you or no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
Oh, I think you're the one we worry about more than anybody else. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't even like stringently babysitting. The one I was babysitting held on to the UTV. I was probably the one getting babysat. See, that's what happens normally. The light just came on, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> it finally, it finally clicked. Yeah. Five minutes into the conversation. I don't know. I heard some quotes about what he said that night. I don't want. I don't want to say anything else about anything else about that. Oh man, uh, no, but insanely fun week. We started doing those live videos. We we really adapt on the fly. Um, and what I told everyone that I met was, you know, feedback uh, is much appreciated. Um, and let us know if you if you don't like something right away or anything like that. Or if, if you have an idea, I'm, I'm very very much all right giving you credit every time I post that. You you guys, he probably doesn't even mean this because. Um, but I, Derek Kessinger will be getting a shout out in every infield Bears video. Like that's, I'm going to find unique ways to do it. Just like we do the, uh, Carl auto group ads, but yeah. Cause he does such a great job. I mean, those are so great. Like every freaking time. Yeah. So that's our goal to, to do great stuff and make them really cool and, uh, do what we can. So I, I appreciate it. Really, really important question. Yeah. What if, you go to a place that you want to do this with somebody, but the infield is really small. Outfield beers. Outfield. Yeah, yeah, it writes itself, dude. Come on. Well, I just, I had to make sure you understand that you got to think on the fly. We're trying to prepare you. We'll do it so that we'll make sure one of you, you just go to one of these bull rings and you're just tiny little circles going around. You'll get me dizzy going backwards or Josh dizzy going yeah. backwards. Yeah, we're like on lap four that. around the infield here at wherever. <laughs> we're hot lapping ourselves at this yeah. point. <laughs> I think my next infield beers I really want to do is having whoever is meaner between Damon or Josh film and will walk out of the holler during engine heat at Houston's and then zigzag across the pit. You can there you can nope. see all the cars coming that way and you're safe. Yeah. I don't want to get yelled at. I, I saw somebody getting yelled at before. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll adopt on the fly. I want to make it different. So it's not the exact same. Um, I want to go back and watch some of Derek's other stuff and, and brainstorm ways we can put our own spin on it. So, so that we can differentiate a little bit, but everyone knows that he's the inspiration for that. Um, they're very fun to do. I, I completely get the excuse to drink while you're working now. It's fantastic. Well, and on a serious note too, I mean, they like, you get a different view of the drivers. Like it's not your typical, how'd you do tonight? And, you know, get those kinds of answers. You kind of, the nights you kind of at the end of the night and they're maybe a little more relaxed and you get to hear a little bit more of their story and, and whatnot. So that's the the cool part about that, that you got to see over the last uh, few days. I try my best to never answer boring or never ask uh, boring questions. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I get nervous. Um, <clears throat> got nervous in that Larson video this week uh, and talked to him about that. And, and it happened again later in the week with somebody else. Uh, I put so much pressure on myself and, and what I do um, in covering these four days um, in this entire week. Like it's the Super Bowl because it is. And so when something's not going perfect or I don't know if I'm getting too much in my head, like I start getting the shakes on my hand and I'm asking shitty questions. Uh, yeah, I, I wish it didn't happen. It just does. Um, you're human. You're yeah. human. Shit happens. 
I'm human to a point. I don't know if any other human is what I am and a big sprint car fan and does. You'd be su- you would be surprised. You'd be surprised. Nah, don't worry. Uh, I just I just work really hard. Um, I do need. Yeah, to- I do have. I do have one other shout out. I don't know how much longer we're going here, but no, you're good. Um, it, he's my buddy, Kate Higday. That was pretty badass what he did <laughs> the last two weeks. I think he may have been the only driver ever since they've been included the three Oh fives. He's the, the current pro sprint series championship leader. And he raced, he entered every single race that they hosted down there over those last two weeks with his small family team. That's based out of Knoxville. And I just wanted to give him a shout out. Cause I thought that was pretty badass. No, you shouldn't. We need to get him a statue. Give me a big day statue. Give me, like 15, give me like 15, 20 wins and we'll get him a statue. I'll hold you to it. You already, you already promised him a, a ride. You can't keep promising him a lot of stuff. I promised him a lawnmower engine that could fit inside a 360 sprint car. I'm telling you, you got to quit promising stuff. I'm working on getting a couple of uh, wings for the apartment wall uh, on some deals. So I can't wait to see what those uh, full size wings potentially. Oh, I'm sorry. Potentially on potentially comes on what the wings are. The sizing is determined. That's- you may miss your chance on Friday. Cause there was a shit ton of stuff that you could have picked up off the, I want, wing. I want wings. I want wings of my friends in racing. Uh, yeah, the one I got up there right now is just a Josh Richards one. I didn't, I didn't know him very well, uh, or Clint Boyer very well. But I, I want all my friends' wings. Wrong with that? Josh that, Richards is a good one to have. What? Yeah, he's a good friend to have. I, they just no. I mean, it's a good wing to have. Might as well keep it. I'm not gonna throw it away. It's still up there. I mean, I, I want wings on this wall so it is our backdrop on the podcast. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna throw it away, Damon. It's up there already. I'm saying, I'm saying for like me and like my career, like when I was a kid, I used to chase autographs with my dad. Cause I would just get really hyped to see a driver for five seconds and have his autograph on a piece of paper. Right. Um, today it's like, I don't want their autograph. Like, yeah, I love sprint car t-shirts. So I always wear sprint car t-shirts to support the sport and, and help these teams get out there. Um, I see that wearing, wearing a damn Brad sweet shirt, like, guys as big as it gets already um what about the yeah. bobby pierce shirt that you wore to the uh, 360 nationals I, I have a rule i don't i do not wear a t-shirt of a team that's competing in the race that i'm covering wasn't it a charlie I, mckenna one and didn't he win that night that you wore yeah he won that night and it hasn't always raced a logo on it i had to get i gave him shit about wearing a late thank model you, shirt thank to, you Josh. i appreciate to, it to a big sprint car event but it did have ard on it and he won so they wash it, it cancel each other out for me. I, I do not have anyone's loaded, like anyone's car on my shirt when I'm covering a race, unless it's like an emergency situation. I had to go get something out of my bag or something like that, or a few sits where it got really cold and Henderson gave me one. Um, but yeah, now at this point in my career, I want like wings of my friends that help me make it in racing and, and I'll pay, obviously I'll pay for them. Um, but, and you know, I hope they're in good condition and not really wrecked. I was going to say, if they're um, given, if I'm hoping for wings, I can't hope for wrecked wings. I say they're, if they're giving them to you, they're probably not in the best shape. Right. Exactly. Uh, Unless you're giving them a pretty, pretty nice chunk of change. Exactly. 
Well, and, and I will just like, I, I want to remember stuff that my friend said with some unique, like I've always hated fake plants. Like, oh, look at that chartreuse Bruce Bree over there. Like screw that shit. There's a fucking sprint car ring on the wall, dude. Let's talk about I that. I was looking for his spruce thingy that you were I, I just threw suffixes and I'm no Josh, it's over here. <laughs> you gotta get some of these, man. Yeah. That looks like a piece of cardboard. It's a piece of metal. I'm, I'm looking much. for a big one. Well, you can make them bigger. You get a big so. piece of metal. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's cool. Um, I, Kevin and Kurt from across the way in the RV parking lot I was at, or the grass lot back there. I'll be out there for 10 days next year, and I will get there to drink with you guys. Why are you pointing at me, Josh? You're throwing me off. I, will I was get, just copying you. I will get down there to drink with you guys at least one night next year uh i i was only down there for four nights and we were doing infield beers every night and ended up with trunk bar three and four uh for partying so i never got back to the rv to actually sit down and have a beer with those guys but they love what we, what we do i think it was kevin Kurt, and shane and i messed up one of them for sure maybe not but hopefully they watched all the way through this maybe we curtailed them with danny dutrick propaganda do you guys have anything else? Are we are we good? I, I loved what Larson said in his press conference. Go go back and get uh, all of uh, go back and listen to all that and, and get the proper context. And real quick uh, before we go, uh, Tanner Holmes is going to be in the Shark Racing number one A car for the rest of the season um, in substitution for Jacob Allen, uh, who was originally out of the car uh, for. Uh, a mental health break. Um, there hasn't been an updating statement on that. I, I would assume it's the it's related to the same thing. So, uh, hope uh, Jacob is doing all right, and uh, I am very psyched at this opportunity for Tanner. He seems like a great kid. Um, one of my buddies shot photographs for him. Um, it it's really cool to uh, be able to uh, see what he's been able to do uh in sprint cars just with a youtube channel so we'll see how he does he ripped it during uh the entire week at nationals he it looked like he was getting better so i'm excited to see what his career turns into he gave you a good interview too and, and i know he doesn't necessarily like the youtube kid or whatever people call him and um i think what he's doing Grillage, with Grillage came up with me came up to me right after we did the tanner interview and he goes man he was like really good and i'm like yeah it's almost like he's on video every day talking to people which is great. Like, it's great for the sport. I mean, the, I think it was the first night he was down there at, at Knoxville, just in a, a weekly show, or maybe it was the all-star race. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but you could see the, just the line of kids that probably watch him on YouTube and wanted to, to be there. Well, that's the next generation of race fans. So you got to have that. And, and I like with what David gravel and I think Logan was doing some, uh, some YouTube stuff. I know Sheldon is as well. The more that we get people or drivers rather that, that are engaging in that way, I think it's only you know better for the sport and it gets young kids at the racetrack. And, uh, that's why we, we sell out the Knoxville national Saturday night, you know, like a week or whatever in advance, because it, uh, it is that big of a deal. Yeah, it is. It is, uh, it's pretty cool just to see um, what everything that we knew was this turned into this. And I think that's the biggest aspect about sprint car racing is how much it's always changing and especially silly season this year, like massive, like just every week, something new, here's something, here's something we're in. We're obviously not complaining about that. Uh, we're no. just trying to keep track of them. Right. Um, but like, 
structure-wise, how everything's set up, how every uh, series is set up, who's racing for what, wh who's racing where, it, it is always changing. And I think that aspect uh, can be a negative, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty, uh, it turns out pretty cool. So thank you guys for uh, listening to this one. Um, we'll be back on the normal schedule Wednesday. I don't, I don't think we'll ever do podcasts during nationals. There's too much going on. Yeah. I mean, and I just don't you know. value, I don't value sitting down for 40 minutes at night to recap the night unless it's at 4 a.m. Yeah. No one's joining at that time. That's you're a quitter, is, Damon. Josh would say he would try to, and then not do it. I think the infield beers and, and stuff like that is a lot more value in that. Yeah. I, I And we saw that with the reception of it too. Yeah. Like pe people really enjoyed that. So I didn't get one think person like asking where the fuck is the podcast network? <laughs> Damon. That was Damon. <laughs> Damon text me. That's, that's the unknown number that text me. <laughs> I went and created a burner number. <laughs> not, not that we want to throw the podcast away. I, I hope you guys enjoy them. We try to make you laugh. We try to uh, give you some inside information from what we can say about things that I otherwise wouldn't put on Twitter or on a story or anything like that. Um, and we try to uh, do what we can to make it big and we appreciate you listening. Uh, it's just how we, how we cover Knoxville nationals is a different beast and maybe someday it'll change. Maybe we'll be walking around with a podcast microphone and do a 40 minute deal with whoever walks up. I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll put us on the stage. I don't need, I don't even Can you imagine Connor on the damn stage. Oh I don't need it. I don't need a, I want to do, I want to do a show. I want to do a show at Dingus. I'm not talking about Connor. They're I want to do a college game day show. <laughs> what are you saying, Damon? Well, if you'd stop talking, you know, um, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Josh and I on the, on the stage. We're leaving you off. You're not, you're not good enough for us. All right. But I want to be, Oh no, no, I can't say, I can't say you that. Want you, want, you want to be what Connor? You no, 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 no. We'd have Connor and Dave posted up over at Dingus, just going through the crowd. And we honestly, it wasn't that funny. I just show up drunk in a mascot costume and falling over stuff. <laughs> I think that would be a blast. Glad I fear last last week was a blast to to be serious for a sec. I, I had a hell of a time covering it with you guys, and thankful that that you allowed me to do so. And just wish that uh, Damon, you would have been able to hang out for all four nights, but it uh, it was fun when you were there. Yeah, really. For for all the positives that we had this week, and I mean, there was like two thousand of them. I thought I thought we there's too many people that came up and said thank you, and too many people that introduced themselves to me that I can't remember their names. And I appreciate everything that was said, uh, and and that means the world to uh, especially me uh, in building this um, and, and what we're trying to do with it. Um, but thank you guys. I I do. It's not a waste of time. I, I want to hear about how you uh, heard about us, how you started watching stuff like that. Uh, and it does mean the world to get positive feedback like that. Cause it goes a long way, uh, especially to me. Uh, the only negative was Damon wasn't there Friday and Saturday though. That sucked. I agree. That did suck. Sometimes, what you, it is. sometimes you gotta live life, Connor. Sometimes you gotta live life. Did you skydive on Saturday? What were you doing? No, I told you what I was doing on Saturday. No, I forgot. I, I just forgot. Shocker. It's okay. It wasn't, it hopefully, wasn't that hopefully next year. You. It's fine. You, so you did, hopefully next year. What, you make it. what are your odds on next year? I don't know, Connor. That's 362 days from now. That's 352. All right, cool. It's the best That's 10 damn days of the year. Not yeah. Well, 
I can't do that. You can't put things on a calendar? Not right now, my God. I just, I just bought my $25 sprint car calendar at the, the orange trailer thing? across the street from Knoxville this week. I'm glad you can. I wrote it down already. The dates are in there. It's set. Good, Good for you. Congratulations. I'm glad you can. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We finally got the man speechless. It only took us like 130. No, just I'm realizing that when we hit it big, when we hit it big, I'm going to be have to paying like signing bonus contract figures to Damon every year just to be there for four days in August. You're going to have to pay. He's put, it, he's put me in a situation where I'm like, I don't even know what he goes and does. I, I just know he usually can't be there on Saturday and I really want him there. So I guess I'm going to have to give him a grand. It's called leverage. I, you've done well with it, honestly. <laughs> if it was a slow play to do this, I, I completely could see it too because I completely believe it. It feels so intelligent on your side. Because well, I thought the original part of this whole thing is I'm like kind of like sleep ridden the entire week at Knoxville because I'm trying to do so many things. And I read Damon's original text and he, he's calling me Wednesday. And I'm talking to James McFadden and then I'm about to interview David Gravel. I turn around and Damon's standing down there. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, I told you I couldn't make it friday and saturday i said i'll be here wednesday and thursday and i was under the impression he was only going to be there thursday night and i was so confused i'm glad i could surprise you so i i don't even know what text i read of yours that maybe i just read the words and nothing else but you just like to read what what you want to read that's fine Everybody i do too everyone does yeah yeah it's, un it's understandable i'm just glad i could bring some joy to your life for once <laughs> It's only you and Tasker. That's it. That's it. Those are the two. Oh, I got to give a big shout out to what the hell, Josh? You, you act as though that was like a big at you. I'm out. All right. All right. We'll add in Josh. We'll add it. Davey Heskin gave me the biggest like bro hug after he, he came off the podium Friday. And I, I thought that was really entertaining. Dude. It was so cool watching him just come in off the track and screaming, screaming at Scott in front of him too. He's for just, making it. He is just a perfect dude. Yeah. Him and Matt Morrow are the perfect match together. They're, they're both great. And that was Matt's, uh, first ever lock into a nationals, a main too. He never, he said he wasn't able to do it as a driver and hadn't done it as an owner until last Saturday. So it was really oh, let me uh, tell people his Twitter. No one knew it Saturday. It's like who's Twitter, Matt Morris. You just followed oh. his back by the way. Oh, good. Oh, nice. It's right at the top of your page. It's at Matt Morrow two M. The last time he tweeted was February 20th and it was a retweet. And then I was going to say, he just needs to be active on it. Yeah. The last <laughs> time before that was, uh, March of 2022. Um, his profile picture is very much, uh, it's from 2010. So it looks like an account that hasn't been used, but that happens sometimes. He's like Matt Kenseth on Twitter. You get one tweet a year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll retweet the, uh, Haskin video in January and that'll be our, our the one. <laughs> there we go. I like it. The incredible, um, incredible exposure for us. Yes. Yes. So we thank the world out of everybody, uh, especially out of them. Um, and everyone that came up and said, thank you. And, uh, the whole Knoxville nationals experience. I'm just, uh, trying to brainstorm stuff and get ready for next year at this point. I, 
can't wait for it to be here and hope it uh hope it gets here quick honestly well the end of the season's coming already which is crazy to think about sad to think about but you know we'll be on track again before we know it I do want to put this note at the end. I won't be at Houston or Jackson. Uh, we had too much stuff at Cyclone Fanatic, and I'll put this out on Twitter tomorrow as well. We had too much stuff at Cyclone Fanatic to reorganize um, and to get prepared for, and I didn't feel comfortable taking any time this week uh, to go out to um, those events. I'll be in an RV Saturday at Eville for the drag race and kind of get a vacation day to uh, myself and my dad and a couple of our friends from Knoxville that are going to head over there that aren't racing in Jackson. I, I hope the Jackson Nationals goes back to a different weekend, but um, it's totally a selfish thought, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, we, we just had too much stuff uh, to get organized this week for me to uh, be able to uh, do that. So apologies uh, to you guys. Just didn't want to like work myself to death um, going into college football season where we really don't have, you know, it's kind of like repetition five out of seven days, like you're working your damn ass off um, for 12 weeks in a row. So I, I just didn't want to do that and, and put all that into disarray and stress um so that when we cover stuff we can cover it correctly uh, and not just half acid um yeah that's i almost said like some people do and i was like i couldn't think of anyone that does that so uh, i don't want to say that whatsoever but thanks again to everybody um and i hope you uh hope you enjoyed what we did i've said it enough already so you guys got anything else josh damon no i agree with you thank you it was great I had a great Thank time you. yeah thanks everybody